You are listening to the Critical Mass Nonprofit Radio Show. Orange County's only talk radio show dedicated to featuring nonprofit organizations and their leader, with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome, everyone, to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. My name is Janice Davis, and I'm your guest host, filling in for Rick Franzi. Autumn is officially here. I hope you all had a fantastic summer. I'm thrilled to be here and help kick off the fall season here on OC Talk Radio. We have a great show in store for you today. We'll be speaking with Tatsuya Fushimi and Ryan Okita from the community organization called Get Up 8. This business talk show airs live on Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 4 p.m. and Thursdays at 3 p.m. It's heard live exclusively on Orange County's only community radio station, octalkradio.net. If you're listening to this show as a podcast, we encourage you to listen live during our broadcast times. This show is brought to you by Decision Toolbox, Smart Business Magazine, Succession Strategies, Center Club, SNH Rubber, MBN Design, Tone Software, and UPS Protection. We cannot thank our valued sponsors enough for their support. The goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience of CEOs running middle market firms, to improve your decision-making skills. So let's get started. It gives me great pleasure to welcome Tatsuya and Ryan. How are you guys? Great. Very good. Thanks for having us. Good, good. It's a pleasure to to have you. Well, let's just jump into it. Why don't you guys tell us a little bit about just your personal background, you know, where you kind of came from. Ryan, want to start with you? Sure, sure. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Thanks for uh, having us here. It's a a pleasure. Excited. Well, my background, I have uh, 14 years background in the nonprofit industry. So that's what I've been doing uh, my whole career. And, you know, I've worked from everything from small nonprofit organizations to very large nonprofit organizations. Uh, and so it's, it's been really cool. Uh, in the small nonprofit organizations, you know, my title might have been a field service manager. But, you know, I would do everything from marketing to accounting to, uh, to you know, volunteer coordination. They kind of threw me everywhere. So it was a great learning experience. Um, got to All learn how to do everything. hands on deck. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, really learned, I really learned how to run a nonprofit organization. Um, so, uh, you know, from the very beginning, it, it was uh, great skills to learn. Um, you know, later I got recruited to uh, larger nonprofit organizations. And, um, you know, that really kind of uh, fine-tuned my skills in uh, fundraising Really, I kind of look at it as like getting my master's degree in fundraising. Um, when in the small nonprofit organizations, I did fundraising, but you know we would raise, have events, and raise you know tens of thousands of dollars. And later, uh, you know it was it was really eye opening. Moving to these large organizations, you know I started having goals in the millions. So it it wow. was it was a big jump, but um, you learn a lot and. Um, it's just uh, I've been having a good time doing it. Do you feel like that's the norm? You know, when you when you join a small organization, that you will kind of learn just a plethora of, of things, or is that rare? No, I I, I think definitely uh, more so the case in the small nonprofit organization. They tend to uh, spread their employees, and uh, but it's a good thing. You get to learn, you know, from different different uh, different parts of the organization, and uh, yeah, it's it's a really uh, common thing in small nonprofit profit organizations. For for our listening audience, would you would you recommend 
what age do you think people could start joining in and just starting with small or large organizations? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I mean, I think it, it'd be great to start really at early ages by volunteering. You know, there's always a need of volunteers. All nonprofit organizations run by volunteers. And um, it's great to see now, like in high schools, like they're, uh, you know, having, forcing their kids really to, uh, <laughs> you know, do community service. So, and, you know, I, I think that's a really great thing uh, for people, for these kids to kind of go out there and, and see what kind of great work you know, nonprofit organizations are doing and, and how they could help you know so many people in need. Um, you know there's a lot of need out there and uh, the earlier the better. So it's it's great that it, this is kind of getting to be a norm in our in our society. Sure. Did you always did you always know or was there a moment where you felt a pull toward joining nonprofit organizations and volunteering? Yeah, you know, I, you know, I always, it was always kind of in my heart and, um, you know, stuff I like to do. Um, really more so about kind of having a job where um, I can make a difference, you know, and, and doing something, you know, kind of with my life and just enjoying my job. So in that kind of way, you know, nonprofit work has always been there. But really, I didn't know from the start. Like in, in college, I was actually going towards being a teacher. And, you know, and, and when uh-huh. when that time came, I, I kind of got scared about, you know, of being just dedicating my life at that point to one to one job my sure. whole entire life so I was like you know let me try out some different things and fell into the the nonprofit you know industry and and I ended up not going anywhere else no it's amazing <laughs> you said that 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 movie robots I think by DreamWorks they have that uh, little mantra see a need fill a need right, and I, right. I just love that because I I remember the moment for me I felt like my careers were going toward Uh, the equestrian actually uh, center where I taught horseback riding lessons and then I was a financial institution manager so I went into the (laughs) finance so I remember the moment where I saw the need to bring people together and that's how I became an author so I I was curious you know if you always had that pull or if it was that moment so let's jump into Tatsuya sure I well I have a completely different background from from Ryan straight out of college I went to uh, Japan to live there and teach oh. English for a couple of years okay and uh, since then I came back and I've been in sales for about 12 and a half years wow. uh, international business okay wow um, you know I was an econ major in college and I've sort of followed along that path of, of business so how you know what was your pull or your moment or did you always feel this this gravitation toward joining small organizations or you know um, volunteering for nonprofit communities? I think, like deep down, there was always some sort of like need to do more to yeah. to have more meaning in your life. But you're just so distracted, usually on a, on a daily basis, that you don't get around to doing that. You're you know you do your sports or you do you know your activities, you do you know what you go to your classes and or whatnot, and life just kind of passes by. We're going right? 100 miles an hour, right? right? So many days just will fly by, and I, I agree with you. I feel like it's so important to take a moment and reevaluate and try to maybe do like five-year goals you know every year mm-hmm. reevaluate where you want to be in the next few years i sure. love that idea mm-hmm. so what what was it you both said that get up eight is a non-profit organization that you it's your passion project so what do you do before we get into get up eight what do you do on your full-time basis i am in i work in the nonprofit industry also you know right now i do uh, disaster relief but it's um along with that you know i'm I manage the nonprofit organization, so um, you know this, it's kind of my um, how I make my living. But also, um, I brought the skills that I've learned from my full time job to no help worries. create um, Get Up Eight and um, you know help the other board of directors um, know and understand the nonprofit organiz- okay. You know, organization. Okay, okay, that's awesome. That was Ryan Tatsuya. 
I am currently a sales and marketing manager for a uh, automotive parts manufacturer. Okay, okay. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about Get Up Eight. Anyone, either one of you, <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, well, so Get Up Eight. Our mission is to uh, enhance the quality of life in underserved individuals, families, and groups in need in our community. So um, Get Up Eight was formed by uh, a small group of friends who just really, um, you know, wanted to um, see a tighter, uh, more supportive community. Get Up Eight, we put into um, development, uh, fun development events and volunteer opportunities to help people who, um, you know, have fallen on hard times. So, um, you know, that's kind of what Get Up Eight's all about. You know, a few reasons why we started Get Up Eight. One was that uh, we saw a lot of people in our community who needed help and weren't receiving it. So um, it was really hard for us to uh, see good people struggle. So, you know, we really just wanted to do something about it. That's, you know, that's one of the main reasons. Um, Two, more on my side from a large nonprofit organization, you know, we wanted to uh, help people on a more personal level. You know, right now, um, especially in larger nonprofits, it's kind of um, a numbers thing, and you mm-hmm. know, just help. But so, like, um, we're we're smaller, and, and that's not all very good because we don't receive as much money. But you know, what we can do as a smaller organization is really focus on one person and help change that one person's life. Wow! And so, um, you know, that's what we want to do. What we're trying to do right now, um, just focus on 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 you know. Um, have more have more focus and um you know really concentrate and um do great things for um you know individuals or uh whoever we're concentrating on right right and you were you two the founders there was a group of us there was a group of us that kind of just put the organization together so kind of describe that for someone who might be interested in starting an organization how many people did you feel like you needed did you feel like the the four or five that you're describing i'm assuming was enough did each one have a different job tatsuya do you want to jump into that yeah i think well it kind of we, we kind of centered around ryan um he had he had the background he had the expertise and we all we all talk together a lot, and we share you know our, our aspirations and feelings right. a lot. So in in doing so, so Ryan, you rallied them. <laughs> he, he, rallied, he rallied all of us. I'm the cheer, get up and cheerleader. <laughs> so he, you know he he saw that a lot of us kind of felt like we wanted to do more. We wanted more right. meaning in our lives. You know, you know we're we're at a certain age where we do make a certain amount of income, and we could we have the the means to help other people. Instead of just spending on ourselves or whatever, you know, have a party or you know, and whatnot. So um, he said, "Well, let's let's get some guys together." And um, I think, uh, based on backgrounds, based on um, reputation and all, right. um, we he kind of brought a certain group of people together, and then we kind of brought a few more people together. Um, so everybody has a different role. Sure, exactly. Because I mean, a lot of times, no matter what kind of business, entertainment, literary, nonprofit, a lot of times people will have a vision, and they'll have, they'll have a lot of uh, great things to say. But sometimes it's just all talk, right? So how did you turn talk into action? Yeah, and that and that's great that you notice that and say that because. I mean, you get that a lot. Every, you know, every, basically everyone we talk to when, when we uh, talk about our events or the person we're helping, the, you know, you get so much. Oh, you know what? I want I wanted to do something about that or do something about it. You know, 
we were the people who actually did something about it. So I mean, it was it's a great feeling. But you know, we're there to help all these other people and, and give them an avenue to to start helping people and um, get involved with the community and give back. Right. Um, Can you name you know the titles that you thought you really needed? You know, as one of the founders, you were thinking, okay, I need my marketing person, or kind of describe how that started. Absolutely. So um, kind of what Todd was talking about. Um, you know, it it had a lot to do with people's expertise and also personalities and um, you know kind of uh, you know their makeup of you know character and stuff like that so i mean in our board we have a lot of great a lot of great good-hearted people but um some of the backgrounds is uh, law we have a we have a lawyer we have uh, two who are in medicine a pharmacist and a nuclear one's in nuclear medicine great. we have guys that are in sales we have a person who's uh, does direct marketing a promoter um, you know, IT person and myself in the nonprofit industry, but um, it, th- the backgrounds are completely different. Um, but even though our backgrounds are completely different, I think our um, our mindset and what we want to do are all really common. So that's kind of cool. Um, you know, right now I'm the I'm the president, but um, and what what my whole um, I guess what I'm there for basically, um, you know, is just to kind of um, get everyone's strengths to um, kind of come and work together to uh, make the best for Get Up 8. You know, really, I'm... You're like I'm, a producer. Yeah, I, I'm just there. <laughs> I, just, I just nag everybody. You know, every, everyone else is like, oh, they're... Inspire all, they're, yeah. everyone. <laughs> they're, the, they're the smart and creative people, and they get everything done. I just, I'm just there to... He cracks the whip. So, yeah, to so-called inspire them. But, uh, well, you I'm, know, we have, a lot of, we have a lot of great people. And, I mean, for our listening audience you know, that, are, that are looking to recruit and are looking to fill those gaps, what was your secret? How did you find the people that you needed to fill those gaps? Um, I, I think that came with uh, experience in, in the in the industry, you know, in making boards uh, for nonprofits I work with. So I mean, you you kind of know what you need, um, you, and and you know, and also, you know, a lot has to do with um, not actually even what they do, but like what 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 they're going to bring to the table. So I mean, farther than uh, what their occupation is, like you know, what kind of um, you know popularity i guess you know you know you know what kind of outreach they can make and you know who what they can bring in and and the skills that they can bring in so there's a lot that goes into it but um we've we've had other have board members i mean we've only been you know around from 2012 but we've already had to switch some board members to to get a better fit and um i think we're we're at a real good place right now that's great that's great we are speaking with ryan okita and tatsuya fushimi from get up eight stay with us because when we return we're going to discuss discuss more about what they have coming up including i believe a big event in october so that's going to be great we'll be right back after these words from our valued sponsors can we talk about your family business You know, that thing you put your whole life's blood, sweat, and tears into? Well, what happens when you retire or try and pass that business on to your children? At Succession Strategies, we can help you find the answers. We'll guide you through the unsettling process of protecting your family legacy and successfully passing your business on to the next generation, safely and securely ensuring that it'll both survive and thrive for generations to come. So ask yourself just one question. Can I really afford to wait? Take the first step. Take our complimentary self-assessment at SuccessionStrategies.com or call us at 714-560-9022 to set up a free consultation at your convenience. That's Succession-Strategies.com. 
Today's businesses are embracing voice over IP telephones and unified communication desktop technologies to more effectively communicate and collaborate with their customers, suppliers, and colleagues. The Reliatel management software from Tone Software Corporation helps organizations of all sizes manage their communications technologies to ensure great voice quality and better levels of service and reliability throughout their business. Through Reliatel, you'll gain higher return on investments from VoIP and unified communications technologies while lowering the associated operational support and maintenance costs. Learn more. Visit www.tonesoft.com or call 800-833-8663 for information on Reliatel by Tone Software, the solution for quality business communications. Richard Franzi is a highly sought-after keynote speaker on topics of interest to CEOs of middle firms across North America. Richard's talks include Killing Cats Leads to Rats, a fascinating look at how unintended consequences of CEOs' decisions impact their firm's performance. Your Gray Matter Matters, which explores how a CEO's mindset can differentiate a middle market firm and define its culture. Richard delivers talks to a variety of audiences, ranging from executive team retreats to keynotes in front of hundreds of CEOs. To learn more about his talks, visit criticalmassforbusiness.com and select the contact page or call 949-887-4104. Hey, did you know that over 73% of consumer packaged goods and retail products fail miserably within their first year? Why? Because they find themselves in the pit of unawareness. You don't want to go there. Call me, and I'll make sure that your packaging gets noticed. You know how I know? Because I'm the founder and creative director of MBN Design. We're one of Orange County's most established and trusted design firms. With over 20 years of experience, I can ensure that your brand will always stay new. Ask me how our packaging sold millions in months, or see for yourself other success stories on our website at www.mbndesign.com. We're MBN because we're making brands new. Call 714-458-8701 and talk to me, Hector Garcia. That's myself. 714-458-8701. I'll be waiting for your call. Welcome back, everyone, to Critical Mass Radio Show. I'm Janice Davis, your guest host today, filling in for Rick Franzi. I'm speaking with uh, Ryan Okita and Tatsuya Fushimi from Get Up 8. And I want to thank and acknowledge all of our listeners who are joining us today and all of our listeners who download our show as a podcast. You have downloaded over 16,000 shows during the last 30 days. That's awesome. That's a great number. We're here, we here at the program appreciate your continued and growing support. All shows can be heard live on octalkradio.net or rebroadcast anytime from iTunes, Stitcher.com, or other business-oriented podcasting services. So, Ryan and Tetsuya, one of the things that Rick, you know, I, what I really admire about his show is he often talks about businesses, nonprofit organizations, any kind of literary entertainment, any kind of business that has guiding principles, that have philosophies that drive them that they can return to on frustrating days and, you know, read over or remember. Uh, and I remember, you know, being on the other side of the microphone with Rick and talking about authorship and entrepreneurship and why I 
I, I found this passion to travel the country and try to bring people together that may misunderstand one another or have stereotypes about one another. And I remember watching a TED Talk uh, by Simon Sinek that where his whole mantra, his whole guiding uh, philosophy, the whole point of, of the of the show was that people rally behind and get behind why you do something. They don't buy what you do. They, they buy why you do it. And, and it's so important to share your passion and share what it is that's driving you to, to, to run Get Up Aid, or in my case, you know, write thrillers that bring people together. So describe a little bit about Get Up Aid's guiding principle, if you can. Sure, sure. Um, well, I think Get Up Aid, one of our, I guess our guiding principle is really to um, to give people an avenue to be part of something larger. You know, and, and that includes the board, that includes everyone, sup- our supporters, and everyone. So, I mean, even from my experience from the start, you know, I, um, Tatsuya kind of talked, ab- talked about it a little bit, but, um, you know, how um, this all came about a lot was that uh, some of our friends, you know, they have families and kids and uh, great jobs, but they wanted to do more. So, you know, that's what I did, and, um, you know, so I, I, I helped them kind of fill that void. And um, together, in, in kind of coming together for Get Up 8, we're helping people um, really find an avenue to give back. You know, it w- we just kind of want to show people that, you know, you can give back and, you, I mean, and uh, be part of something larger. Um, is, it, is that how the name came about? Uh, correct. Well, the, the actual name Get Up 8 is from a uh, proverb, a Japanese proverb. That that says um, fall down seven times, get up eight. Oh, I love that! <laughs> I love that. Say that again. Fall down seven <laughs> times, get up eight. I really like that. Yeah, so it's a, it's a message, of, a proverb, a message about perseverance. You know, and, and that's what we're all about. We work with a lot of people in need who who or you know who fall down, and get up eight's there to pick them back up. You know, with some perseverance and our supporters, um, no matter how many times our you know, these people fall down, you know, we're going to get them up and, and hopefully keep them up. Wow. Could you give us some examples about how someone in need could, could find you or, or how they could ask for help? Sure. I, you know, I mean, right now, currently, our process through, is through grant applications, um, and that can be found um, on our website, uh, which is www.getup8.org, and also through... Um, personal interaction so um you know the process right now we have grant applications um once we get these grant applications in um, we have a board member assigned to each grant application so the board member will follow up with the person who submitted that grant application find out more about about the applicant and um you know and we kind of go from there and and talk about it and bring it back to the the board meetings and uh talk about the recipients okay now could they find you in in person at office or online or over the phone yeah, there, I mean, we have um, we have email addresses. The the um, there's an info at getup8.org, which is the general kind of um, email address for the uh, organization as a whole, and also online at the website www.getup8.org. Okay, and you mentioned earlier about how you know smaller organizations have its pros and cons, and you know what being smaller that you said you were smaller. What are some of those challenges facing? Your organization. How do you, you know, how could you describe those? You know, luckily um, we have a good team, so we we uh, 
So a good team. Yeah. That's number one, <laughs> facing challenges. <laughs> Absolutely. A good team is, is key to facing challenges. But I, 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 you know, some of the challenges that we're facing right now, I think the, the biggest challenge we're facing right now is our outreach and, and our supporters. Like um, in the past, how we would get the, I guess, market our events um, is like kind of word of mouth and uh, social media, our website. And, um, you know, so we would tell our friends and friends of fr- friends would tell their friends and friends of friends of friends sure. would come. So, um, you know, right now we're kind of almost reaching like the outskirts of all the people we were kind of touching. Um, you know, we're meeting more people through our grant recipients, um, you know, their families and friends. But um, we really have to work uh, hard to, to find uh, new uh, new blood, new uh, communities to, to, to outreach to and uh, to get more supporters. Uh, I think that's one of the challenges we are uh, facing right now. Definitely. I mean, I think for a lot of our listening audience who are running smaller businesses would say getting the word out is one of the top challenges. Tatsuya, do you feel that same way? Oh, yes, definitely. Um, do, you, do you feel like in your background you found any... Any any ideas to, that you know kind of give you an edge over the marketing or getting the word out scene? Well, in in sales, sales power is key. Right? Give us an example of what you would do in sales. Um, well, if you want to reach certain markets, you need you need a lot of sales. You need a strong sales force to be sure. out there to sell your product. Otherwise, um, if you don't have sales, you don't have money coming in. You don't have customers. You right. don't have a business. So, as far as our network. We're trying to kind of develop sort of salespeople okay. out there. Um, Does that include training them or just looking specifically for already in the bag, ready to go salesmen? It's, we, ha- we don't have like a formal training process, sure. but uh, uh, we do instruct them on things, uh, as certain aspects about our organization or what we're looking for or you know, how, to, how to speak to people. And so far, we haven't really gone out to the, the real public per se, and try to recruit in that in that sense. Is that one of the goals? Yes, eventually. I, I mean, for someone that, you know, wanted to join Get Up 8 but might be shy, you know, how would you, how, what are some of the things that CEOs and, and business leaders could take from, you know, what you guys have tried to bring, you know, inspire people that even if they feel like they don't have a strength, like a sales strength, but they want to help get the word out, you know, spread word of mouth, how, what, what could they do? I think getting over... The idea that you are trying to sell something or you're trying to recruit someone mm-hmm. and focus more on like why you're doing it you know the the whole purpose of it is this whole thing is to to help people and do you really genuinely feel that you want to help someone within your heart right. if you do let that strength let that energy come out and things will just flow these things will be a lot easier it'll feel more natural you know don't don't try to go to someone and try to sell i mean whether in business or nonprofit or whatever right or when, if you're trying to convince your friend to, to go eat somewhere as opposed to somewhere else, you know, don't don't, <laughs> don't be so cerebral all the time. You that know? makes sense. That makes sense, Ryan. Do you agree? Yeah, I, I 100% agree. And, and there's a there's a bunch of different ways to to assist uh, get up a or any any organization. Everyone has different skills. Tot's a better speaker than me, and you know he's he. Hey, he's, you both are great. <laughs> what are you talking about? You know, <laughs> you know, so he could he could go talk with anybody, and everyone likes him. And uh, you know, my strength might be I, I work hard. You know, so you know. So I'll do something different, but you know, so people, you know, we we do fundraisers, um, and some people, you know, with this economy out now, you know, th- some people don't have money to extra money to uh, to go to these fundraisers, but they could, you know, they don't need a, we don't, they don't necessarily have to be a 
support or get a, get up by you know by their funds, but they could come volunteer and and use their you know use their skills that way uh, or you know use their assets that way. So there's just a bunch of different ways to help out um, you know by actions and um, you know one one um, a person called us recently and. Uh, he told me, like, you know, I can't attend the, the, the this next event. You know, I just don't have the funds um, to buy a ticket. But um, how, how can I help out? And, um, you know, we talked a little bit. And what he was doing was, uh, you know, he he was he just visited the, the grant recipient and, uh, and was using his personal time. And, um, you know, and he's making a real impact in a, a, with our grant recipient and helping them out a lot. So, I mean, there's just, just different ways to use your time and use your abilities and, you um, our job as uh, board members is to, is to help these people uh, find their way into sure. comfortably doing that. Are there things that you could mention that someone could expect to do if they want to volunteer? Can you describe some of the tasks that they could help with? Yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, there there's uh, there's tasks of of just like um, at, at events, you know, working events from registration booths. To um, you know, handing out food and, and there, there's just jobs like that. And then there's uh, behind the scenes tasks of um, which we always need help with uh, when we, we're asking people to help with our uh, video editing and our, our website, right. right? And um, fundraising and, and stuff like that. So there's a uh, there's behind the behind the scene tasks. There's event tasks. Um, you know what what some of our fr- of our good friends are doing right now um you know we have a friend who does um physical therapy and he donates his time to uh help some of our grant recipients you know um doing physical therapy on his own time and it, that's saving us a a huge amount of money wow that's great using his skills to do that um so i mean we have a, lo- a lawyer who does pro bono work for us so, so i mean there's it, it's kind of great to see you know how many generous people are out there um just kind of rallying around these people rallying around get get up but um, everyone is just kind of utilizing their skills to to do great things. You can literally have a specialty in anything and probably bring something mm-hmm. to the table. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, the the whole shy story, you know, I, I brought up because it's close to my heart. You know, a lot of people they just they cannot believe that you know I grew up feeling like. I didn't have a voice or I, I couldn't voice my opinion and, and I was terrified of you know speaking in public or, or uh, going to a conference or, or joining a volunteer organization and it really was you know what you both agreed on where it was the realization of if I don't share the passion, the story, the need, it won't get out there. I have to just forget about the fears. I have to just let it all go and think about the end goal, the vision, the I can't let it be just talk anymore. I have to turn it into action. And so that's what I would hold on to. You know, if, if my hands were shaking or my voice was shaking, I was so nervous. I, I would hold on to that, that, that thought that if I don't try, if I, you know, try and fail, it doesn't matter. Just try and you will see something come to fruition. Absolutely. That, that's, that's, uh, exactly. It's, you can't put it any better. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did mention events. And I know that there is an event coming up that you're planning. I believe it's in October. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure, absolutely. Um, on October 11th, Saturday, October 11th, um, Get Up Eight has our um, our premier event we, that we call the auction. So uh, it's our third annual um, the auction, and it's held at it's going to be held at Dave and Buster's in uh, Orange. How California. fun! Yeah, so it's a great event. Um, the game it, it's kind of it's 
it's based around a game of raffle and auction. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's a game we invented, actually. So No way. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so. all my video game fans out there, <laughs> listen up. They invented a game. <laughs> but, it, yeah, it has auction and raffle. But um, with, just with the fee, uh, the buying a ticket, you have a chance to win cash prizes, Um a, we have a 60-inch um, LCD TV as a prize. Oh my goodness! Are you guys listening? To this, our listening audience, this is good. this is great. This yeah. is heating up. There's more. There's more. Uh, two Disneyland uh, premiere annual passes. Oh my goodness! Uh, a MacBook Air. What? Yeah. So it could be yours. It could be yours. You, this is awesome. This is awesome. Okay, so the event is on October 11th. It's at Dave and Buster's, and you said in the city of Orange. Orange, Orange California. At what time? Um, it starts at 6.30 p.m. And it goes till, till rock and roll? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Until they kick us out. <laughs> wow, wow. Okay. And dinner drinks included. Okay, yeah. dinner drinks. And it's okay. enter- entertainment, right. And wow. Entertainment. Oh, my goodness. How do people buy tickets? Um, ticket sales are online, or they can go to the event day of. Uh, we are maxed out at the facilities of, to 180 people, so... Uh, Buy your tickets now. <laughs> Get them before they are gone. Right. Okay. And okay. If, and if you buy early, then you're um, automatically entered into a, a separate um, drawing. Okay. Tell a, us about that. A, a Beats by Dre pill. It's a portable uh, a speaker system. No. Yeah. Okay. This is that's great. just just for uh, for uh, pre-orders. Okay. So if you if you come day of, that's fine. But you're just not automatically entered into that. So separate. there is an option to either buy pre-order your tickets or buy the day of. Yes. Okay, so that you just show up, is it cash, credit card? Yeah, we we accept uh, cash, credit card, everything is accepted. Okay, now you know you piqued my interest when you mentioned a game (laughs) that you invented, so you're going to have to describe it for us. Sure. Tatsuya? Ryan, uh, sure. <laughs> all right. One of you have to describe this game because everybody uh, is is interested. At least, okay. at least I am. I I'm speaking the, for everyone. The creator of the game explain the game. Yeah, it, it might sound kind of uh, confusing as we talk about, but it it is pretty cool once you see it. But, okay. So what happens is, uh, you know, like we said, the place max out 180 people. So there's 180 uh, ping pong balls in, in our tumbler. So we we tumble it. And we pick four different uh, four different balls, four different people. Okay. So those four people come up on stage, and we'll say for so this happens to three different times for those three large prizes. So we'll say this time we're we're going for the TV, the sixty inch TV, the good uh, one, the good one, the good <laughs> one. Um, so those four people will come up stage, uh, we'll get introduced, and what will happen is our our professional auctioneer will go to our first person and say. It, we'll say it's Todd, and we'll say, Todd, you know, what do you want to do? You're you're up here. You have a one in four chance of winning this prize. You have the option to either either auction off your spot right here for for cash, or you could stay in this the raffle to try to win the TV. So Todd, Todd might say, you know, I I already have a TV, so um, I want to auction off my spot. Right. So right then, the the auctioneer is going to start off an, an auction with the rest of the people in the in in the you know who didn't get their ball picked. Of um, auction off the spot, so he'll you know start from twenty dollars and go and go and you know maybe it goes for like a hundred bucks. The ta- Tatsuyu gets that hundred dollars. The person gets you know comes on stage, takes the spot, and then Tat goes down and sits down. So okay. that's how to win. They can win cash in those in, in those spots. But then that goes on to each person. They have a chance to either auction off their spot or stay. So once the four are finally up there, the four finals are up there, we tumble it again for those four spots. So once the, once those four are up there, we pick two numbers. So from those two, two will stay up and two will sit down. Okay. 
from those two, they get the same option again. So now it's a it's a fifty percent chance. So they they either have from that spot, they have a chance to stay in it and to win that to win that TV, or now they can auction it off when it's only when it's 50, 50, 50 chance. So you know the the money is going to go up. So they can either auction it off or stay in. And then so once that goes through, uh, we tumble the numbers again, and then the final winner gets picked. But even the final winner, once he gets picked, has the has the option to auction off that TV. For a uh, four funds, or they can just keep the TV. So it's my goodness. Yeah, it's, a, it's a little uh, funny game, but it's it's a lot of fun and it gets the crowd going. Absolutely, <laughs> and is that the same for the other prizes, which were Disneyland tickets, right, and the uh, MacBook Air? Yep. So they, we do that. We do that three times throughout the night. That that game. Oh my gosh, you guys, this sounds like so much fun. I want to go. I don't know if I will be able to go. Don't start backing out now. <laughs> For all of you know, but, uh, I'm uh, expecting very soon. But yeah, that sounds amazing. And you know, I, I really feel like events like this are great because it gives the energy of the whole organization right there for everyone to feel, everyone to meet, those who are involved. Will uh, everyone on your staff be involved, or is it... Yes, absolutely. So all, all the staff will be there. Our grant recipient will be there to, to speak, and it'll be it's a great chance for um, you know all our supporters. Some of the supporters are there for Alex, who's the grant recipient this time, and know him. Some of them are supporters of Get Up Eight, and they just want to, and or you know, supporters of a cause. So they're there. They don't out, know Alex, so it's a good chance for them to see, um, you know, what what this fundraiser is all about, where the money's going to, and you know what, Al, you know, who Alex is, and and why he uh, deserves to be the Get Up Eight uh, grant recipient for uh, the Man, auction. That's so cool. Six thirty till whenever, whenever they kick right. you out. Exactly. Wow! I hope all of you guys could make it. Seriously, October eleventh, Dave and Buster's in Orange, six thirty. Correct. And you right. can pre-order online, mm-hmm. and you'll be entered into Tatsuya. What was a separate it? Drawing a separate drawing? Separate drawing. Beats by Dre Pill. Additional drawing, yes. <laughs> or you can buy the day of. Yes. Okay. And is it any age, or you know, who who should come? Yeah, a- any age is welcome. Uh, everyone, everyone's welcome. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter how old you are. Um, but yeah, I mean, basically, it's a. Uh, if you want to have a good time, come out. You know, if a. Uh, if you don't, then stay home. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's alive. No one stay home. Yeah. Everybody, let's go. Let's go. Pay me it all. Let's yeah. go. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, you know, again, events, I really think that they're the essence of organizations. It really brings out who you are and what you can do. I know so many people that, that work in different institutions that say that they wish that their businesses did more events just because it is such a... It's a camaraderie thing, right? You kind of build this this community, this family uh, you know, I have a big background in MMOs, uh, online games, mm-hmm. and their whole thing is community. You know, you, you join raids and guilds and things like that and link shells, and you become such a tight-knit group of people that face challenges, that, that cre- uh, uh, create events in, in the game or outside, and you get to know strangers that become acquaintances, that become friends, that become family. So to me, events are, are, are the best way that I have found to not only bring your business together, your colleagues together, but bring, like you said, organizations, bring uh, the public, bring friends of friends, because they really can see and feel how you do what you do. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. I'm so excited. Absolutely. Well, to jump back to one of the topics that Rick really likes to cover, when you are running any kind of organization... You're you are dealing with different personalities, right? You're diff- dealing with you know people that run your websites, your marketing, your your, your founders. How do you keep? 
how do you keep those people inspired when they do get down, when they do, when something in their field, you know, that either they can't uh, get the marketing resources they need, uh, they can't fix the programming code that they need to get this image on the website, you know, how do you, for the other CEOs and, 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 and business owners that are looking to really inspire their employees that might be stuck, have you found any secrets that you've done that can help people keep going? Sure, uh, absolutely. Um, you know, I, and I think it's, um, I mean, I don't, I, maybe a little bit easier for nonprofit organizations because, um, you know, we're constantly inspired by the people who were, you know, who were trying to raise this funds for, raise this money for. In, in corporations, you know, they're working just for, for dollars and, you know, to make a profit. Um, so, you know, I, it's definitely, I think it's easier for us to, to talk to, you know, our different board members and our volunteers to get them inspired to, to see what, you know, these people are going through and, and what, you know, this help is, is really doing for us. Um, so, you know, we're, this time our grant recipient is uh, Alex Tung, who uh, was diagnosed with leukemia. And just kind of, uh, you know, meeting Alex and talking to Alex, it's really an inspiration, and, 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 mm-hmm. and it just makes you want to work hard. Um, I, I don't know if we want to go into his story or... Uh, Please. Uh, you know, so Alex, um, he... At the age of 38, uh, was diagnosed with leukemia. Wow. Yeah, um, and really, you know, he's a, he was a healthy guy. He surfed every day, ran oh every day, and um, you know, w- the weird thing was that he had a rash on his leg, and um, you know, he didn't he didn't think anything of it. You know, he's a surfer, sure. so you know, you know, this LA water. Who knows? You know, who knows <laughs> <laughs> what you brush up against? Yeah, exactly. So um, you know, so he, but he made a, a doctor's appointment. Um, you know, to have him take a look at it. Uh, they took a, some blood, and. Um, you know, they found some funny stuff, and and when he went to a specialist, you know, he ended up they were telling him that he had leukemia, and oh, it man. was yeah, and it was the thing was it was a, a more aggressive type of leukemia. It was called a acute myeloid leukemia, which is a more aggressive form. And right away, he had to jump into chemotherapy, um, and in finding out that he has to do four uh, rounds of chemotherapy, and he has to have a, a donor match. Um, because he's going to need a donor transplant. So, wow. yeah, just seeing what he's going through, um, you know, it's really uh, inspiring for us, you know, because, you know, we just kind of, a lot of us take life for granted when, uh, you know, a lot of these people are struggling. Alex. And that, that kind of thing just changes your, I mean, you can't even imagine, uh, you know, thinking about thing, that the kind of thing can drive you crazy. But like you said, that just, he had no idea, just a rash. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, one of the things that, um, was really eye-opening for me in the experience. So, you know, I talked to Alex a lot and had to work with him to, um, in preparation for this event. And, um, you know, I really learned a lot about um, bone marrow and bone marrow uh, transplants and bone marrow drives. You know, it, it was... We, we, you know, once we were talking about that he needed a transplant, you know, I was rallying our troops saying, you know what, guys, we need to do, uh, have some drives to um, get Alex a bone marrow uh, Absolutely. A donor. Absolutely. And, um, you know, and one of the things that he said to me was, you know, hey, um, this is way bigger than me. There's, you know, so many people out there who, uh, who need this. It's not just me, but, you know, every drive we do, we're just helping out so many people who are looking for, who need these transplants. <sighs> And, um, you know, and, and, you know, selfishly, I was just like, you know, Alex, 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 we knew this Alex. But, you know, he was lo- – and the guy with leukemia and who needs a transplant was telling me, like, hey, 
hey, you know, this is, you know, this great work is going to do so much for, you know, so many people, and it's just not about me. That that is a testament, to, you know, to to just the human soul, humanity. You know, that he he wanted to be selfless and help others as well as thanking you guys for for the support that you gave him. And uh, that goes back to what we just said about inspiring your employees, going back, putting pins on the board of putting the faces of the people that you've helped. I, I imagine is so inspiring and just remembering their stories. Wow. How can someone get in touch with you guys? Uh, we're almost out of time, so why don't you tell us your, your websites and your social media uh, actions? Absolutely. So we're on Facebook, Instagram, uh, all at Get Up 8 Foundation. Uh, the website is www.getup8.org, and it's the number 8, Get Up the number 8. Um, and there's uh, phone numbers and uh, emails on there to contact us. But um, but yeah, uh, you know the event again is on October 11th at Dave and Buster's in Orange. Um, go to the website, go go to our Facebook page, but contact us, and uh, it'd be it'd be great to you know work with anyone and talk to anyone uh, interested. Oh, absolutely, Tatsuya Fushimi, Ryan Okita. Can someone get in touch with you guys personally? Do you have uh, any other websites or emails or Twitters? Absolutely. Um, my, you know, we both have get up eight email addresses. Um, it's uh, mine is r okita r o k i t a at getupeight dot org, and mine's is uh, t fushimi t f u s h i m i at getupeight dot org. Okay, awesome. And any Twitter or Facebook pages we should know about? Um, well, we have the Get Up 8, and we also have our own uh, separate Ryan Okita and Tatsuya Fushimi uh, Facebook pages. Wow. So look look for uh, Get Up 8 Foundation Honestly, on Twitter, Facebook. Honestly, yes, and hearing about Instagram. Alex's story, and I'm sure we can hear so many more stories like that, is just really, really touching. And we cannot thank you enough for all of the work that you are doing and for coming onto the show. I hope you enjoyed it. It was, it, was, it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you so much for, for the time here. Absolutely. And thank you for being a friend of the program. This is Critical Mass Radio on OC Talk Radio. And the goal for this show, again, is to help you, our listening audience of CEOs running middle market firms, to improve your decision-making skills. I want to thank everyone for, for listening to today's broadcast. This show is brought to you by Decision Toolbox, Smart Business Magazine, SNH Rubber, Success and Strategies, Center Club, Tone Software, UPS Protection, and MBN Design. Thank you all so much for your support. I'd also like to thank Rick Franzi for inviting me to host the show today and all the wonderful people who work so hard on Critical Mass Radio, including our engineer, Paul Roberts, our producer, Crystal Nunley, our guest coordinator, Kathleen Shepard, our live events manager, Asia Celestino, our social media manager, Melissa Podani, our VP of sales, Rose Chimura, and our assistant producer, Amanda Pointer. I'm your host, Janice Davis. You can find me on Twitter and Facebook, at Janice Davis. That's G-E-N-E-S-E-D-A-V-I-S. And on my website, JaniceDavis.com. And of course, if you want to learn more about Critical Mass Business, we can refer you and you can bring guests on the show or advertise with us. So visit our website at CriticalMassForBusiness.com for all that info. And until the next show, I hope all your decisions move your company in a positive direction. You've been listening to the Critical Mass Nonprofit Radio Show. Orange County's only talk radio show dedicated to featuring nonprofit organizations and their leader with your host, Richard Franzi. 